Can I have a 50 piece? Sorry, I will put you. Uh, can I put your camera? Do you mind or no? Sure. I just uh, there's 150,000 people watching you right now. Really? Yes. So can I can I have please a 50 piece Mac Minis? 50 exactly. Okay. Not 51. None. 49. Chicken Minis. Yes. 50. And um, let me have a large drink. No ice. Half Sprite. Half lemonade. Okay. Thank you. Welcome back to the Raised by Sports Podcast. Uh, we back. We're virtual this week, so don't say shit about the way my microphone sounds or I'm blocking you on our Instagram. Uh, Calvin, everybody clap it up for Calvin. He got married last Thursday. Very beautiful ceremony. I shed 17 thug tears and I was drunk as fuck. Yay was there. Yay, Jelani was there. Yay was was Uh, But in Calvin is on his Calvin. (laughs) Calvin was teed. We're not gonna talk about it. He's he's endured enough ridicule. Um, That nigga missed his first flight to his honeymoon. Because he was so <laughs> But hey, man, shout out to the Phillips. You both look beautiful on Thursday. Uh, but in the wake of Calvin being still on his honeymoon right now, we brought in the pitch hitters, the reserves once again. We got a new face on the pod today. My guy, KJ, resident. What's up? What's up? Resident Giannis apologizer. So Wanye might chase that nigga out with a pitchfork before the show is over. I want, I want that smoke today. <laughs> We got my guy Jelani, a 704 legend. You know what I'm talking Sorry. about. Uh Beatty's for it. And then we got my guy uh uh Jonah on Stupid Hoes, J O S H, high and tight productions. That nigga that nigga's on the way to his cul-de-sac as we speak. Um you know it. <laughs> but I want to start this show off before we get to black excellence. I want to start off with the question of the day. It was a question I saw today that was in one of my group chats. If you because presently constructed. We always talk about this shit, but if given 30 minutes per game for an entire NBA season, how many points would you average? Mm. It's not that hard of a question. It's actually it's really not. easy. I can go first. 30, 30 I, minutes a game? Yes. 30 minutes a game. 82 game season. Mm. Guaranteed 30 minutes. Guaranteed. I want you to go first. I get. I give about seven. I give about seven. seven. Hey, a game? I give about You're seven. wild. A game? Nah, yeah, that's that's. So crazy. If I'm getting thirty minutes a game, bro. First off, if I'm guaranteed thirty minutes, bro, bare minimum, I'm taking fifteen shots a game. Bare minimum. <laughs> so my thing is, 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 it that, is it that easy to get shots though in a game? Yeah, exactly. Your like, teammates yeah, not gonna pass you the ball. Yeah, they can ice you out the game. Ah, that's a fact. Think about like, PJ Tucker. Like that's that's what John. I, I swear to God, I was gonna bring a PJ today. I was like, bro, PJ Tucker. That nigga looks short as hell. That nigga six five. Bruh, I feel like Damn, six, yeah, that's a fact. six five is that height where once you're six five and up, that's different. Like I'm six three. Niggas think I'm tall. I think once you get to six five, that's just different. That's the different kind of height. Like. And that and that nigga PJ be busting his ass for two points a game. Yeah. Now, now the <laughs> thing is, I'm not I, I'm not coming in to be PJ Tucker. Do not expect me to come in bang and guard the bet. Mm-mm, nah, that's not me. But I mean, given like I, I give you seven, put me on like the Pistons or some shit. I can give you seven. 
I don't know, man. I feel like that's really hard, uh, bro. That's bro honestly, game, though, Dre? It's about 560 points in the whole season. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. And, now, and the thing is, yeah. it's as presently constructed. So, like, one, like my brother Scotty, he was like, yeah, bro, I'm be practicing every day with LeBron, and I'm in, oh, <laughs> in minicamp. I'm and, like, bro, here's the thing. Practicing every day don't necessarily mean shit because they still going to beat my ass in practice. <laughs> like, they're, not, they're still going to be my yeah. Like, here's the thing. How long NBA season start ended October. How long is it going to take for you to really get your footing and confidence? And you know, <laughs> you know that you're going to be the weakest, the weakest, uh, the weakest link on the court. And people are just going to attack you the whole game. You're going to get drop. Your confidence any, is going to be through the floor. Drop <laughs> any of us on the 09 Lakers right now. How many points would you score against Adam Morrison in a one on one? 3.6 points per game. And those are going to be all free. Adam, bro, Adam Morrison would cook me. He's also 6'8". He's 6'8". KJ, how many you average in a whole season? In a whole season, I'm probably, give me 2.8. KJ, you're 5'8". Five, you're five, I don't you're, care. 2.8 points. 2.8. Point. Point. So you're I'm 30 minutes fouled. to end of the game. I'm going to get fouled. I'm going to get fouled. Hey, bro. Make yeah, it I'm going to get sympathy for the rest. And make a LeBron James the greatest player of all time. And that nigga can barely shoot 70% from the line for a season. I could, I could shoot 70% from the free throw line. Oh, you couldn't, bro. Oh, I don't know. Like I could do that now. No All right, can I make I a point? Can I make a point? I heard this point recently. Here we go. Jelani, go ahead. Hear me out. Hear me out. Here's why none of us on this podcast can shoot 70%, bro. Have you ever been in an arena with okay, 20,000 fans true. telling I didn't consider that. Okay, behind yeah, I the backboard that. and you over here trying to hit a free throw? I'm telling you, bro, it's not the same type of pressure. At most, we played in front of what 100 people at most in our lifetime. Bro, it's oh not God. like that's a good point. Yeah, like yeah, I didn't think niggas, about that. Didn't like niggas that. be cooking Giannis for like airballing free throws and shit, which is funny as hell. But at the <laughs> same time, bro, it's thirty thousand motherfuckers nah, praying on my downfall nah, in front of me. Nah, Dre, I'm not uh-oh. giving an excuse. I'm saying if it was us, I'm saying if it was us. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. saying if it was us. And think about 30, that slander you would get every bro. Night. Thirty thousand motherfuckers. <laughs> thirty thousand motherfuckers <laughs> praying directly on my downfall in front of me, counting until I shoot. Nigga, what? I'm I'm melting. I'm melting. The pressure is melting. Stephen A will have a field day. You're getting death threats in a one week. I guarantee you. You go out <laughs> for the favorite team. I just, James, yeah, I just thought it was funny because niggas is like, oh, bro, hey, hey, bro, if I, I got practice every day, man, I practice. I'm like, bro, that don't mean shit. The niggas are still going. Niggas, bro, like imagine being in practice with Kobe. That nigga would make you want to kill yourself. <laughs> practice if if you're not going as hard as he think you should, bro. Like practice ain't no easier. You know what I'm and saying? You're minutes over people who are better than you, bro. They not gonna bro, like oh you. Oh God, my skinny ass walking into taking Brooke Lopez minutes. Fuck out of here, nigga. <laughs> nah, I'd be taking Drew Holiday minutes, low key. Because I'd be a goddamn point guard. They gonna expect me to go out there. Oh yeah, we all be point guards, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> they expect me to go out there and mix somebody. God damn, that's not gonna. You gotta be on your Lou Will shit. You gotta stay in front of <laughs> Russell Westbrook for 30 minutes. Nick, nigga, who's stopping Russell Westbrook on a fast break? Not me. Nigga. But I'm I'm guaranteed I'm guaranteed 30 minutes, bro. I don't have to play defense if I don't want to. I just I just commit all my energy to offense. That's all I'll do. Nigga, I would throw myself at the basket like a motherfucking cannonball. Hey, uh, and you know the point guard is the, the hardest position in the league to guard. So honestly, it? it just it I probably so. is. It, it yeah, might be. It Honestly, all them bitch. I think the three guard would be the hardest position. 
to guard because I feel like they're the most versatile niggas on the floor. Yeah, I feel like a lot of yeah, point guards in today's they, game, they just look for the pick and roll. So, like, you're not really guarding them like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my guys switched know. on the big because you're going to be playing the pick and roll the whole time. You're getting switched on the big. They're going to abuse you. You're going to get it. For sure. Yeah, honestly, every time. Yeah, so I mean, NBA is all about matchups. Speaking of the NBA, um, we're a little late, but fuck it. NBA Finals ended last Tuesday. We have a new champion. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo is yes, the Finals MVP. Not only did he get Finals MVP, <laughs> but he dropped a fifty-piece chicken McNugget with uh, what was it? Thirteen boards, five blocks. Fourteen. Four. All right, fourteen five boards, five yeah, right. blocks. Um, he made the Suns. He brought. It's so funny how public opinion can change on someone because we were screaming DeAndre Ayton's praises three weeks ago after the goddamn the lob he caught in regulate at the end of regulation against who was that? Was that Denver? No, that was the Clippers. No, it was Clippers. And Giannis barbecue chicken, DeAndre Ayton. Uh, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton both showed up big. Boone and Holzer saved his fucking job. And the, the Suns now have to go back to the drawing board. And the question is, will they be back? Can they be back with the Warriors, the Lakers, the Clippers? Most of these teams will be better and healthier. And a lot of people are questioning, well, should they have been here in the first place? Uh, because literally every team the Suns played had a all NBA caliber player hurt. So, yay, I will let you start. Um, Get it off your chest, friend. Let us know how you feel about Giannis. Let us know how you feel about the Suns. And will both of these, then the question I'll pose to everybody is, what are the chances that either of these teams can be back, at least in the conference finals? First off, hats off to Giannis. Um, he did what he was supposed to do. He went out there and dominated the fuck out of a little-ass Suns team. Um, that 50 ball, though, I mean, that was, you know, that was just the icing on the cake. Um, I thought he played very well, but this this series – started just going heavily bucks and the bucks became heavily favored once drew holiday got in the rhythm once chris middleton really started closing late in the fourth um so i mean they definitely they definitely did their thing they definitely you know they played who they had to play i will always say that this will come with an asterisk because of all the all-stars hurt um in addition to you know especially the bucks being beneficiaries of that with the you know Kyrie and james harden injury and then obviously the trey young injury um in the hawk series but you know, the Suns, they were just too little. Um, this was a growing pain for him. Deep book um, wasn't as spectacular as we saw him in the first three rounds. Um, a lot of that due to, you know, Drew Holiday doing his thing. Um, and Chris Paul folded, man. He didn't he didn't come up big when it mattered. Unfortunately, in DeAndre Aiden, I mean, he was uh, I, I don't even know. I don't even know what happened to him. Um, he was just getting manhandled out there. So he got a lot of work to do. So they got some they got some tweaking to do on that roster. But. Um, you know, hats off to Giannis and them boys. They did what they were supposed to do. Uh, Jelani. So, I mean, I guess to answer the question, will either of them be back? I think the Bucks for sure, I think they will. Um, I think their biggest risk, you know, into making it is what, maybe the Sixers right now? Um, or maybe Brooklyn. Brooklyn. No, no, no. But I'm saying it's the conference finals. So Brooklyn, I was assuming Brooklyn would be there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing against what the Sixers or going against the Sixers or maybe the Celtics if they can put it together. Um, I think both of them are better than they're better than both of those teams. Um, 
I think what Giannis proved to me is that he doesn't need to learn how to shoot, really. I mean, he can dominate the game inside the paint um, to a point where it's, like, really not much that you can do about it. Um, So I think overall I was kind of swayed, in my opinion, of Giannis, especially what he did from the free throw line. That was just otherworldly. It was really clutch for him to – 17 and 19. Yeah, he. I mean, he was garbage, shooting, like, 40% at one point during the playoffs, I think from the line. And then all of a sudden he just like, just turns it on when it matters the most. So it was impressive. Um, he's also pretty likable on, you know, outside of basketball. So, you know, congrats to the Bucks and um, for the Suns. I think this is about it for, for a while. Uh, also with the Suns, uh, apparently there's a mutual interest. They want Chris Paul back and Chris Paul apparently wants to be back. I think he wants to because Chris Paul does have a $44 million player option left on his contract, which I think is a shit ton of money. I would love if they would be able to divvy that elsewhere. But I mean, he's worth it, I guess. Um, KJ. was talk to me, man. What's yeah, man. So, I mean, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, just to answer your question, though, I think either team will be back next season. Uh, the Bucks they have a strong possibility. However, I don't think that they will because I do think that the Nets will have a strong team next year, if healthy. Also, the 76ers, depending on what they do in the offseason, it's really hard to say who will be back because we don't know what the offseason is going to look like. Free agency, draft, all that, trades. So, like, it's kind of hard to say at this very moment. But, like, as we look at the team constructed now, it definitely looks like it's going to be the Nets – and another Western Conference team that's not the Phoenix Suns. Uh, but I definitely want to say, like, I mean, we can't really put an asterisk on everything because uh, injuries injuries happen. We know they happen. This isn't the first time some injuries have happened and a winner has came about. Um, if we put an asterisk on something, you got to put an asterisk on the Raptors. They had injuries. Oh, we, man, we did that oh, already. Oh, oh, we did, oh, we, we did, did that. that. But, but, but at the end of the day, but, but at the end of the day. But Don't the worry about day, that, baby. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we, we glorify all the what ifs and stuff, but we can't accept the like, reality. Like, at the end of the day, Gian, Giannis did what we had to do to win. Yeah. At one um, point, he was down 2-0. It just really could have been the Suns. Yeah. Before I get to Josh, I want to also shout out the Bucks organization. Um, this is probably the last, I'd say, homegrown championship we've seen since the 2015 Warriors. Um, like, I mean, 16 Cavs, fuck no. 17, 18 Warriors, hell no. 19 Raptors, fuck no. And then Lakers last year, no. Like, they drafted Middleton. They drafted Giannis. The only big addition on this team was Drew Holiday, and they got him this season. Um, fun fact, there's only one player on this uh, Bucks team that was a lottery pick. Anybody know who it is? Um, Brooke Lopez, correct. Uh, Bobby, yeah, Bobby, Bobby, Lopez. No. Bobby Portis wasn't. No, Brooke Lopez is the only lottery pick on this team. Josh, tell, talk to me. What, what are your thoughts on um, what, 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 where do the Suns go from here? Where do they go from here? Um, I would say is their best bet is finding a, a good sign in trade partner for Chris Paul because I don't think Chris Paul wait, is the end. Um, <laughs> wait, you just took a you just took a left. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I think I don't think because with an agent Chris Paul, I don't see how it's very beneficial to re-sign him long term. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it'll be a good like a good unless you just want to re-sign or let him opt into his player option and then find options next year. But um, to me, I'm really a, 
heavy on like trading them too early before or uh, before it's too late. Like Kemba Walker, how Charlotte got nothing for him when they could have traded him instead of letting him walk. And, you know, so they I think what they'd be doing is Chris Paul would just pick up that one year for his player option. (laughs) And then next year they would do whatever. I mean, it would be too. He would either decline it. He hasn't said what he wants to do. He can either pick up the player option or he could decline it and sign like a, I don't know, three year, hundred million or some shit like that. After this run, I think that Phoenix, they have a great front office. They would want to do some type of due diligence to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I understand. I'm not saying like, you know, that it would be a bad idea to sign Chris Paul, at least think it long term, because, you know, you don't want to sell your future for one championship. So, you know, you still have a you still have a very young core in DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker. So, like, but now I that mean, they have all, also with this young core, they was in purgatory for the last 10 years. So it's very like true. Chris Paul is the only common denominator of any success since I've been in middle school. The Phoenix Suns have not been good since I was fucking five foot nine, my nigga. I was goddamn 13 when these niggas were good. So it's like. Yeah. This nigga comes a lot. I, I, I get it. You're definitely right on the he's old, he's aging. But at the same time, my nigga, what else do we do? Because <laughs> the West ain't going to do nothing but get better. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's it's, it's about to be this the offseason of super teams. <laughs> so the more superstars you can add, like, you know, the better. I don't think I don't I don't think the Bucks are going to are going to be back, per se, like to the finals. But I can definitely see them contending. Um, but Phoenix, I don't I don't see them contending anytime soon, especially with the Lakers getting healthy. Well, a lot of Western teams getting healthy and better. Mm-hmm. I just don't – I can't imagine it happening. Especially, Question. like, how they ended the run. Question for the group. is Let's go back to Giannis. So, Giannis now has a finals MVP. Um, like, he's the reigning finals MVP, reigning champion. The last imprint we have of him right now is a 50-point game to close out the finals. Going into next season, this is a too early prediction. Where do y'all rank Giannis in terms of people in the league? Yay, I know you've had him at 9, 10, 11. Um, I know a lot of people have had him in that 5, 6, 7 range. But I hear a lot of people putting him, you know, 1, 2, or 3. So where do you honestly rank him right now going into next season in terms of the pantheon of the top 10 players we have? I would I would put him in that like seven or eight range, to be quite honest. One, I'm not big on the whole, but his resume says I'm not big on that. I'm big on consistency. And what he showed in the finals is not how he consistently plays in those big moments, which was what my frustration was with him. And also, like, I see I already see the writing on the wall. Like a lot of people are treating this like how they did Kawhi when he won is Kawhi's the best player in the world. Kawhi this, Kawhi that. And then the next year, blew the 3-1 lead. And now he got hurt this year. And now, like, no one even talks about him anymore. anymore. And I don't. I just don't want people to overreact over just one great series. Um, I mean, he, he balled the fuck out. Don't get it twisted. Um, but let's not, let's not forget that the Bucs closed out the Hawks in game five and game six without him, no problem. Um, let's not forget that if KD wore a size shoe smaller, they would have yeah. got balanced. Hey, um, so like we, yeah. we got we got to talk about that stuff. Yeah, he's turning up the spicy act, meter. Like, like he was dominant. Don't get me wrong, but Frank Kaminsky, Tory Craig, Jay Crowder, <laughs> like come on, like come on now, like those guys. You so you're saying on them already. So I'm just saying, like, let's not overreact at just this one great series that he has. If he come back the next year and it's consistent and he's balling out all throughout the playoffs, then I'd be more willing to put him in that top so, five. 
So but you would have so you said so you would have respected what he did more if he was dominating Joker or Anthony Davis or shit, Draymond. Yeah, just a team with some with some bigs, but it was like DeAndre Ayton was really their only big. Yo, he the needs to get in the weight room, by the way. But. He does, <laughs> but that that's just what I'm saying. I'm just like, like, yes, you are like, yes, you bought out all that type of stuff, but I do have to look at the competition that you were going against. Jelani, what do you rank Giannis right now? I'm gonna give him like six or seven. Uh, okay. Pretty similar with Yay, but you pointed out a really good point. You you think about when the series turned, it's when Sarge went out. Yeah, when he was going up against these Frank Kaminsky backups. That's really when yeah. Giannis started dominating, and that's not something I really thought. And about. and and DeAndre Ayton, you could see the decline in his game as his minutes went up because he was he was rightly so he was gassed. You know what I'm saying? Like he was gassed, but uh, Sarge did go down, and Giannis barbecue chicken um josh what, what you got where's Giannis right now for you um i have him a little bit higher like in the four or five range um, i'm not really ready to give it give it up to him yet just because his game isn't complete um unlike jelani said earlier i do think he needs to add a jump shot to his game um because this run was like i mean not to take it away from him but the bucks were uh benefiting from a lot of you know mishaps and injuries and things of that nature going on in the playoffs but honestly I don't think Giannis has to be a three-point shooter to be you know the best player in the league I think a nice mid-range game a nice turnaround jumper like some some move that can't be stopped like instead of you just barreling to the rim um every time and just dunking over people who are smaller than you or way less than you um but at the same time I can't take that away from him because if it was really so easy to stop people would be stopping him uh, so I, I kind of got him in that four or five range. I definitely still have LeBron over him, KD, uh, Steph. I, I'm not really too. Yeah, probably James. Uh, what about Luca? Luca? Oh, Luca. So yeah, he might, he might, <laughs> he, might, he, might, he might be sitting around that five, six, six spot. <laughs> so KJ, I know I have a feeling what you're gonna say. So when you give me your ranking, I want to know who you have in front of him and the one player you have behind him. All right. So when I look at the players, like when I look at Giannis, uh-huh. <laughs> it has to do like, and I like what Wanye uh, said. He said like, you know, the series did turn when Cyrus went down. However, Giannis was dominating before that. It wasn't like, Oh, he just now started dropping 40 every in the series. It wasn't like he wasn't doing that against KD. So to your point, yes, KD, if KD's foot was a bit smaller, yes, they might have absolutely shot the shot. Next would have probably been, they, but who knows if they would have made it to the finals and won. We don't know that. So that kind of would have tarnished his legacy if he would have lost to the Hawks. But to stay on point, I, I'm putting Giannis at three or four. Okay, who's in and, front of him? Uh, definitely KD. Mm-hmm. I have LeBron. And I have maybe Steph. Because Steph balled out this year. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Two uh, players I got behind him are Luca and Harden. So I why. will so I will say just to give uh context, this this in these playoffs, in the first round, he averaged uh 23, 15, and seven. Second round, 31, 13, and three. Uh Eastern Conference Finals, he averaged 26, 10, and five, and the finals, he averaged 35 and 13. So he's pretty pretty consistent um, throughout the playoffs. 
Another thing about but like, but like also, but also Pete, Pete though. Mm-hmm. So like, as you went through the series, first round, who they got? Miami, tough defensive team, got a solid big and bam, didn't really dominate. Then you go to Brooklyn, who's throwing out fucking Blake Griffin. <laughs> I mean, as they're sending like, like for real. Then you go out and dominate. Then you go against Capella, a solid big numbers drop. Very big. solid, very solid. It, like it, it's it's a trend, and so it's like well, Giannis didn't I complete see the whole series out in the, the finals. Home. What he showed out in the finals, I want to see that consistently throughout the playoffs. And can we also which is, put in perspective that he uh he he was hurt in the finals? Yeah, he got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. Hold on, hold on, but that's not gonna hurt his averages. So that, it's, that it's, point it's, it's not gonna hurt his averages. It may it may if he didn't complete the one game, but it's not gonna kill your averages. But how many games did he play in that in that series? Do you know about six? Um, give me one second, I can look in just a second. What against oh, the Hawks? He played four. He played. He played four games. He played four. Yeah. He played four. He averaged twenty six. That's twenty six and ten. Twenty six and ten. That's not too bad. Maybe his rebounds were down, but that's you know twenty six is still kind of. But I, I will say, looking at it, Ye is correct. There is a trend when he plays a higher caliber defensive player. I will say that that that's the the numbers show us that numbers don't lie. You know, um, KJ, were you about to say something? I mean, also like with with Giannis. Um, like Aiton was this crazy defender in the Western Conference Finals. He was he was, was one he? of the pre- He was one of the better players. We, we we kind of put it up. You can look at the stats. I want to wait for that. But, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. I can't I can't give I can't give him that much props regarding <laughs> Zubach, bro. I'm sorry, bro. Like he was he was good. Like, did he, did, did he protect the paint though? Did he, really he protect good. the paint? He did. He did protect the paint, but it's, it's he like as, as we see. As we see with Rudy Gobert, it's a difference from protecting the paint and having to guard somebody one-on-one. Yes, very big difference. It is a very big I mean, difference. I will say, though, you can't you can't really expect a lot of bigs to go out on the perimeter and, and guard, like, you know, be a perimeter defender at the same time. Like, Aiden, I, Aiden has, has a role defensively, and his role defensively is to protect the paint. So he's not really in a lot of one-on-ones, per se. I think that adds to like a defender stock, though, if you're like AD can go out and guard the perimeter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I would expect someone like Giannis, who is ad- agile as hell. I would expect him to have good lateral movement and whatnot. I would expect those niggas to go out and be able to well, guard the yeah, perimeter. Yeah, I totally agree. But that's what I'm saying. Like those those guys are in a separate class than Aiden, like the Giannis's and the AD's and those yeah. type of bigs that can move like that. They're, we, we don't consider DeAndre Aiden in that. And that he, even we in were, that same strategy. we were trying to, we were trying to, and then Giannis fucking deep fried this nigga. <laughs> deep fried I mean, this nigga, man. Um, he was looking like an elite center before Giannis was giving him work. Yeah, you're right. You are right. Hey, shout out to shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks, man. Shout out Drew Holiday, Brooke Lopez, PJ Tucker, motherfucking Durham legend. You know what I'm saying? Raleigh, 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 Raleig
Hey, oh, y'all, that's that's to that whole family. Y'all, wait, y'all know all three brothers got rings. Y'all, wait, right. there's a fourth brother, and he gets drafted. Oh, he's this, drafted this year. Yeah, Alex yeah. Antetokounmpo. He went to Dayton, mm-hmm. I believe. His name but, is um, Alex. Alex, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He's Alex. That's crazy. Well, it's probably, it probably is it spelled crazy, different? It's just short for no, it's just Alex. Wait, wait is Alex? it X or CKS or something? No, it's just Alex. Yeah, Alex. Yeah. All right, so moving <laughs> on, have y'all watched the Olympics? Yeah. And by the Olympics, uh, I mean Team, U- yeah. Team USA. Have y'all been following Team USA? It's been kind of yeah, early. They've been playing at like 8 a.m. Yeah, bro. So Team USA, they lost their first like real regulation game um, in almost 20 years. Last time they lost a game was 2004. We all know that's the infamous disappointment team that won a bronze medal. Manu Ginobili put Argentina on his fucking back. Uh, That was the year. If you go back and look, pop won't really. And it wasn't pop. I'm sorry. It was. what Larry Brown, Larry Brown, Larry Brown was not fucking with the young players, barely played mellow, barely played Wade, barely played Braun. Um, so the real disappointment team that led to the redeemed team in 2008 and in 2012, 2016, we ran the table again. This team seems to be a ragtag group of niggas. Um, we lost. <laughs> we who do we, who do we lose to? Um, France, France. France. France yeah. <laughs> we lost to Rudy Gogurt. Uh, uh, Evan, Evan Fournier put a 28 ball on us. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot. No. Yeah, bro, bro, right. They're playing 40 minutes. Remember that. They're playing yeah, 40 10-minute quarters. 10-minute quarters. That- um, Kevin Durant had 10 points. He had more He had more fouls, five, than field goals made, four. Uh, and, yeah, they, it, it's a clusterfuck right now. Um, I Is think it time it, to start having that conversation about Kevin Durant, bro? What's, what conversation? That We're getting close. It, that he struggles to lead a team like you know that's that he's the best player on or he's like well I won't even say that because he's always the best player on his team but like when this when the team isn't like stacked to hell I mean <laughs> I, I guess this team is stacked to hell too it's kind of hard but he's just not the leader of a team that you would want him to be like you know what I'm saying he's so we have this expectation that Kevin Durant is or he's supposed to be the best player in the world and he's not really showing that in the in these uh, Olympics. I I I actually Josh, I thought you was about to say some stupid shit, but that actually makes sense. Um yeah. that that makes sense. Um yeah, I don't I don't, I don't I think I don't think it's necessarily fair to indict Kevin Durant on these, you know, four little Olympic games. I think that he's one of those guys who can I think he's one of those guys who can just hoop but doesn't but doesn't have the leadership qualities like how you were saying, like a LeBron, <laughs> D Wade. Kobe, who can like galvanize the troops. I think he's just a guy who, you know, I'm the best player. Like, even like look at the Golden State days, Draymond Green is the leader of that team. You know, Andre Iguodala, those are the guys who are the leader, leaders of those teams. However, KD gonna still go out there and give you 30. But I'm not gonna indict him on this. They just, they just look trash, bro. Like, you can just tell from a roster perspective, they just threw a bunch of guys together. Yeah. It's all rushed. Pop, apparently, that Pop is trying to win the San Antonio system. Like it's just it, it's just not it's just not working out. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I'm looking at the box score right now. We got. Oh wow, this is bad. These and one thing stink. that I'm noticing too. <laughs> one thing I'm noticing too is it seems like. I mean, first they lack team chemistry, and two, it seems like none of them want to necessarily take over. So like they don't have that mellow or that Braun or that Wade or that Kobe to like really just say, all right, bro, like y'all not hitting, like fuck it, I'm gonna just take over. It's like they're all wanting to like defer to one another and they can't ever get in a rhythm and i feel like that's the issue i take like it's not even that i'm trying to fully blame kevin Durant because i know it's not his fault like this team is awkwardly built and you know like 
I'm not even too sure why Trey Young was snubbed on top of that. But I feel like I feel like if LeBron was was leading this Olympic team in KD's place, we would be railing LeBron right now, talking about what he can't do. And, and yeah. you know, that, that's just I just want to hold them. They're both superstars. They're both pretty much on the, at, at the same level in this point in their careers. So I feel like the energy should be the same with Kevin Durant that it is with LeBron. Like, I, I respect LeBron. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Jelani, what do you think? Um, yeah, I'm just really disappointed. Like, I like people, I'm tired of people making excuses for Team USA talking about, oh, the competition's getting tougher. Oh, they, you know, they got more team chemistry in Nigeria and France and whoever else they're losing to. I mean, you got Dame and KB. I don't really care who else is on the floor. They should be winning. Um, and I can't remember if it was Wang or Josh who said it, but yeah, somebody just go out there and put up 40 or 30. Like, I mean, it's not. It's something that you do seem to do in your sleep. I don't get why it's just not happening on this big stage. Katie had 10 points last game. Uh, there's nothing else to say. He did. Uh, I, I'm looking at the roster right now. I'm going to just read down it just for context. We got Bam Adebayo, Draymond, Zach Levine, Dame, KD, Jason Tatum, JaVale McGee, Drew Holiday, Devin Booker, Keldon Johnson, Chris Middleton. I just I don't think that that's the best they could do in terms of that roster right there. Um, I saw something where it's they had um like the actual roster versus what all the superstars that didn't play mm-hmm. um in the league and it was like it was an overwhelming difference. It was like James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Steph Curry, LeBron James. It was a whole list of people that and, you know opted and, not to play. And I th- I think it has a lot to do with you know the scheduling for this NBA season. These niggas are tired. James Harden is probably you know that nigga was beat up. Steph Curry has never played in an Olympics because by the time this nigga got good, his Olympic schedule would be right after he finished a deep playoff run. So mm-hmm. it, it never it just does in his Olympic and FIBA schedule as well. Um, so like LeBron, he's too that nigga is at home watching Space Jam for the 80th time. Like, that nigga doesn't you know He's trying to run like, up the numbers. Right, bro. You know, uh, <laughs> he, got a, he got a streaming farm for Space Jam. Right. Uh, KJ, what do you, what do you think? What, what have you seen from Team USA? Uh, by the Man. way, Dray, Draymond had a good game, bro. He had one, one, one for one, four boards. You know what I'm talking about? Four one assists. for one. That's a good Draymond game. And that's two a Draymond points. stat. That is a Draymond game. Two, two points, points, four boards, and four assists. Hey, I beat that every day. Go ahead, KJ. Uh, all right. So it's like Team USA, like really right now, I think we really have gotten spoiled over the last few Olympics. We had Kobe and Le- or LeBron leading the last three Olympic teams. So like we kind of got spoiled with that. Um, but back to like now, like I think we're playing too much of an NBA style game in an Olympic style setting. Like with the Olympics, the rules are a lot more different. It's not NBA style. So running an NBA game, isn't always the best thing to do. Coach K was kind of running a college style, which is kind of helps. It's kind of more similar to the Olympic style format than the NBA style play. Uh, something I had put on Twitter the other day, you know, we kind of have like a full NBA staff. Uh, I think we really should go away from that as a team USA and kind of pull from, if we're not going to have our 12 best players every year, pull from, it, it's, it's American players overseas that are hooping. Pull some of them. They kind of know the rules of what the Olympics is going to be played like and then mix in some of our premier NBA players. Also with the coaches have some, you know, international coaches that are American mixed with our, you know, college and NBA coaches. And I think we'll have a much better team and system. 
apparently a lot of the NBA players are pissed that the FIBA refs aren't calling like touch fouls. They're not falling for that. That Trey Young, James Harden, I'm going to fall into you type shit. And the players are pissed with that shit. And I'm not mad at it. Like, hey, man, play ball. You know what I'm saying? Read off read off the roster again, Dre. We got uh that's the French. We got Bam, Draymond, Zach Levine, Dame, KD, Jason Tatum, JaVale McGee, Drew Holiday, who was the leading scorer, uh, Devin Booker, Keldon Johnson, Chris Middleton. If you notice in that roster, outside of like Bam, Draymond. I mean, I'm not mentioning JaVel McGee, no disrespect. And Drew Holiday, <laughs> like all of those guys are kind of the same player as far as yeah. just being a primary scorer. Yeah. And the thing is, like this team isn't really well balanced. Like guys like Braun, Kobe, Wade, they can lock up too if they needed to. They can they can get in the stance and lock you up and play some defense if they wanted to. These the, guys, that's not really their strength. There's no two-way players. By that too. Yeah, yeah were, I think they're also getting hurt by yeah. that too. Yeah, they have and like, side and, and, and then as, as, a, as a scorer, like you kind of need 15, 20 shots a game to get going to, to get in your rhythm. And when that's cut down to seven or 10, you may not be as effective and you can't really lock up and defend. Yeah, they, 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 yeah they're in yeah. trouble, man. Yeah, you can yeah. kind of see that Dame shot three for 10, KD shot four for 12. Drew Holiday led the team with 18 points, he shot five for 13. Um, and then, like you said, yeah, you got those defenders, but it sucks when your best defenders, Bam and Draymond, can't create their own shot. Because yeah. asking Draymond to create his own shot is like asking me to do long division right now. I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? And if you like, if you go look at them highlights, because I watched the game, yeah. Evan Fournier was giving them buckets, like in <laughs> each and every way, like catch and shoot, off the dribble, pick and roll, off the screen, like getting inside, it, 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 like, all all, like all yeah. that. And I mean, it just, I mean, they look, I mean, I, I can't, I don't know if they played Australia yet, but I know Patty Mills and them boys going to give them fits like them little, them, just them scoring guards who overseas. And now, you know, in the NBA, they can only get five, six shots a game. Now they getting 15, 20. It, yeah. It's scary for them. And it also, it doesn't help that these, these, um, these foreign teams, they've been playing together for a long time. Like, yeah. Evan, like Luca, Evan, all these guys, a lot of them, Giannis too, they'll play a few years of professional ball before they come over um, and play in the NBA. They'll play on those national teams in FIBA every two years and shit. Yeah. So they got they that. They take those teams a lot more seriously. They got that rapport. Draymond and Zach Levine probably don't know each other's name. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they, they have that rapport. Real quick aside on Luka Doncic. 18 for 29, 48 points, 11 boards, five assists. Let me tell you something. If this Slovenian team runs into USA, if any, by any stroke of luck, hey, we might have to to pack it up. I'm not going to lie to you. Because these Slovenian boys, let me tell you something, they've been playing together for a long-ass time. Goran Dragic on this team? No, I'm sorry, it's not Goran. Zoran Dragic, Goran's brother, is on his team. I can't pronounce none of these niggas' names except for Mike Toby. Don't know who that is, but he's Slovenian. Um, but yeah, Luca, this is that. This is ridiculous. And niggas cooked Luca last year when he said, "Yo, it's easier to score in the NBA than it is overseas." Basically, he said y'all some bitches. Like basically, like that's low key what he said. But and niggas was cooking him, but clearly he wasn't wrong. You know what I'm saying? Luca was the best player in Spain. Um, at age 17, you know what I'm saying? So he not he not new to this. Uh, 
Um, but also, have y'all watched any other part of the Olympics? I can't figure out how to watch the shit. It's like it's you gotta watch to- it on Peacock. Nigga, why you gotta why pay, I gotta, you gotta pay? You gotta why pay. I gotta pay to watch the damn Olympics, bro? I'm trying to be a patriot, dog. Fuck, I'm trying hey. to pledge allegiance. Watch my niggas swim, I, dog. I, honestly, I could care less. I watch the highlights on, on ESPN. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was watching surfing today. They were surfing it. in the Olympics. You yeah, must have been yeah, bored. Really you must have been bored today, huh? <laughs> you must have been bored. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That actually sounds really dope. I'm not gonna hate. That sounds kind of dope. Hey, nah, that's what the Olympics are for, man. You gotta that's watch facts. the Olympics. So listen, man. Hey, man, it's time to open up the gauntlet. NFL time, man. It's a long time coming. The season starts in like five weeks. Uh, We're almost there, man. Uh, Training camp opened up this week. Uh, Big story. The two biggest stories were that Deshaun Watson showed up and Aaron Rodgers showed up to training camp as well. A lot of people are asking like, hey, Deshaun, we uh." We uh, the, you know, <laughs> we we we're not gonna talk about that thing that happened a few months ago. And then Aaron, we we're not gonna talk about how like, are you gonna take the money? You're not gonna take the money. Um, so that those are the two biggest stories of training camp right now. But the one thing that I did want to talk about is personal predictions for all our teams. I know we all root for different teams. Jelani and KJ, y'all both root for Charlotte, don't you, or Carolina? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> we got a Philly legend, yay! And then you Josh. Know it. Josh, he, you know, in New York, you know what I'm talking about? Danny Dimes, talk to me. Uh, so I want everybody's personal predictions for your own team. I want you to be honest. I don't want to hear none of our teams are going 13 and four. I know everybody we yeah. move for. I don't want to hear yeah, none remember, of that shit. You know, remember that 17 game season. <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear anybody up here going 12 and five, nigga. Okay. Yay. What are the Eagles going to do? In what we presume to be a weak ass NFC East again, I'm hearing a lot of rumblings that it's the Cowboys year. I'm hearing a lot of rumblings <laughs> that they got the what, best offense in the NFC. I got what year? What me. year? What what year is it the Cowboys year? I've been hearing that ever since <laughs> right. Tony Romo. Uh, yeah, it's 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 their year every year. Um, it, to be quite honest, I, I looked at our schedule the other day. Um, you know, obviously Jalen getting the, you know, getting the nod for the whole year, adding Devontae Smith. Um, I think that offense is going to be a little bit better. Hopefully the offensive line can stay healthy. I got it. I got us at nine and eight. Um, I think we're going to be probably a game over 500, maybe 10 and seven if we're lucky, but I say nine and eight. Cause I think our division, it's not necessarily going to be really good, but I don't think it's going to be nearly as bad as it was last year, unless, you know, we just get rent, uh, you know, run rampant with injuries, but the Washington football team, really good defense, de- uh, halfway decent offense, Giants, same type of deal. The Cowboys, they always going to be all right. Um, so I think we're going to be at nine and eight. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Jelani and KJ, go ahead. Tag team. Uh, let's get Jelani. What is your Panthers prediction going off? 17 and 0. 17 and 0. We're not going <laughs> Keep pounding. Keep pounding. <laughs> Keep pounding. Uh, Nah, for real, bro. I, I just looked at our schedule. We might get five games, bro. <laughs> Chill out, bro. Chill out, bro. Chill out. Bro. It, it's not that bad. Hold Honestly, up, bro. I, think... I got to pull up the Panthers' schedule. Go ahead, KJ. Oh well, we played it. We played the NFC East, and we played the AFC East outside of our. Division. So we got so Panthers. Oh, uh, y'all got the Jets at home. So I, I really think we can go ten and seven high end, and then uh, seven and ten low. 
Hey, man, y'all could low-key start the season 3-0. I ain't going to hold you. Y'all got the Jets and at home. Y'all at home against the Saints. And then y'all on the road against Houston. I don't see honestly, why y'all can't Honestly, outside of the Buccaneers, we really could smoothly finish second in the division. Yeah, and then it gets a little uh, – I don't – y'all schedule is really weird. I can't tell you if it's hard or not because then y'all go Cowboys, Eagles, Vikings, Giants. And I don't know if that's a hard gauntlet or not. Because yeah, we don't know. Never, we don't know what the NFC East yeah, is. I can't look like accurately the predict year. the NFC East ever. Like I don't know what to think. The Eagles might go motherfucking eleven and six. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Danny Dimes might look like God this season. I never fucking know. You know what I'm saying? So, but how many? You, how many wins you got, KJ? I I'm I'm guaranteeing a playoffs wild card. Wow. Right oh, here. okay. But how many wins? Like I said, high end ten, low six or seven. So you believe Sam Darnold is the answer? I believe our defense got a lot better. It's more, it's, <laughs> so and no. it's more so, and it's more so if he has Christian, a healthy Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey is going to make him look even better than he, what he maybe is. Because if okay. you can dump down to your running back and rely on your running back like you can McCaffrey, healthy. He really doesn't have to do as much as we think he has to do. Didn't they? Didn't the Panther? Did the Panthers get J.C. Horn in the draft? We yeah, got J.C. Horn in the draft. We signed Hassan Reddick, the linebacker, had five sacks against the Cowboys. And last then who's year, that? Who's that? Who's that Giants. young bull? Who's that young bull at safety from last year? Uh, Jeremy Chin. Uh, Jeremy Chin. Jeremy Chin. Yeah. Yeah. They, they got some Brian dogs Burns, in that defense. Brian nah, Jeremy Chin Brian is a Burns dog. tough too. Brian Jeremy Burns Chin is tough. a dog, bro. Jeremy Chin is a dog. Um, but the Panthers, uh, I think that y'all definitely could finish second. The Falcons are in a rebuild and don't know it. Uh, the Saints, I can't tell you what they're going to look like yet. because Jameis, Jameis Winston is not about to yeah. <laughs> Jameis first year, Winston. First year, and it man. might not even be Jameis. They haven't said he's the guy yet. It's either going to be him or Taysom. They haven't said it's some. It's a lot of anti-blackness going on. A lot of racism <laughs> happening in New Orleans right now, man. Louisiana. Um, and then I, I think the Bucks should, without a doubt, run away with that division. I got the Bucks winning eleven to twelve games. They're bringing, I think we'll split with them though. You think so? I, you know, I you, we'll you, you could you could catch those division games are played a lot harder. Um, but what I will tell you is, y'all split with them. It's gonna be because of y'all defense. But Sam Darnold ain't out thinking Tom Brady. You're right. <laughs> That's not happening. He's gonna be seeing ghosts. Josh, take us up to the borough, bro. What's going on in New York, man? What y'all looking uh, like? So I got my New York Giants going eleven and six. I know that's right. a little generous. All right, <laughs> Josh. Okay, listen. Listen. All right. Yeah, little talk. Little talk. Dude, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right. Low end. I got them going just one game less. I, I think we're a double digit uh, win team this year. We have a okay. complete overhaul of our wide receiver room. We've mm-hmm. had additions to our offensive line. We've already have a top five defense. So really, our defense can take us a long way, and especially when it const- when it's constantly improving. I think I think it's time for Daniel Jones to take a step up. I feel like last year he cut back on the turnovers, even though he still had a lot of turnovers. But I feel like Kenny Galladay and um, some of the new additions, um, what's his Kadarius Tony is going to help. You know, take away some of those blemishes in his game. I think we're just going to have a good year. I'm not going to say we're we're a good of a team to to win 11 and 6 but I think we're going to run through our division. I don't think our division is really going to be able to stick with it. You're going to run through the division. <laughs> nah, yeah, I don't I don't You're think we're going to run through it. Hey Josh, he Josh, I have a question for you, Josh. Hey Josh, wait, wait, wait before you ask that question. Yeah. I'm just going to read off the Giants schedule 
because this okay. bitch looks kind of hard. I'm not going to hold very, you, Josh. Listen, hold hard. on. This is for Jelani. Oh, okay. I, haven't, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen the, the, like, the whole schedule. Okay, I'm going to just say it. This is for Jelani and KJ. They might not have seen it. I'm going to okay. just say it, all right? Home against the Broncos. On the road against Washington. Home Falcons. Road Saints. Road Cowboys. Home Rams. Home Panthers. Road Chiefs. At home Raiders. Road Bucks. At home Eagles, road Dolphins, road Chargers, at home Cowboys, road Eagles, road Bears, home Washington. They're going to need a lot of injuries. I think (laughs) y'all are are playing. All I see from this is y'all are playing a lot of good defenses. That's the first thing I see. The first 17, Mm -hmm. I think it was until you got to the Chiefs, are very winnable games. I don't think. Any any of those first seven. So teams I'll say it. So first seven better. teams: Broncos, Washington, Falcons, Saints, Cowboys, Rams, Panthers. No, I don't. Uh, maybe they, oh, they, 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 the they dropping five of the Rams. <laughs> they, they dropping five of them. They're not. They're not dropping five. So wait, Josh. So do you? So in I, in order for y'all to be eleven and six, you understand mm-hmm. that Daniel Jones he can't just take a step up. He has to be good. That's fine. That's all we need is for him to be good. That's that's, that's all I'm. Ex- that's all I'm expecting him to be. I feel mm-hmm. like the, the improvements around. It's not about Daniel Jones. It's mm-hmm. more so about what the, the team that they've built around him and and Joe Judge is bringing a culture to the team where people enjoy playing for him. Like you know, what I'm saying they try hard. Like I see my teams that like you say what you want about the Giants, but if you really go back and look at their schedule last year, a lot of those games were a one possession game. You might be laughing, but we were we are one. And why and why and why they lose and why they lose them games, Josh? Because Daniel that's, Jones. And that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I, I mean, you. I, mean, I don't expect Daniel Jones to be the same bad player every year. I'm not going to say that about him. I wouldn't have do that you, expectation of my quarterback. But do you think he's I, y'all's future? Is he your quarterback in three years? Now that's a different question. But I do think he could be good. In, <laughs> I think he could be good enough to carry the team to. Like I think he could be average, but that's 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 not. Expecting too much. So y'all, are, so y'all are winning. Like Ryan huh? So you, yeah, yeah, that's a good. That's like a good a Ryan comparison. Tannehill. Like I Ryan Tannehill, Tannehill ain't average. average. I don't think Ryan Tannehill is average. He's slightly above. Yeah, now I would say I'm, if average was so like scale of one to ten, ten is Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. One is Jared Stidham and me. Average would be a five. I think Ryan Tannehill is a seven and a half. Yeah, and I think, and I think Dan Jones has to be a five or a six this year to, in order for us to be a double digit team, uh, double digit win team to go 11 and six with that schedule. He has to be average. I can't see him winning, no, like, bro, y'all, bro, y'all ain't got, bro, y'all ain't got the 85 Bears defense, bro. Like, the defense is nice, but it ain't that nice. I'm telling, and our our defense got better this offseason. We had a so I think in order for y'all to go 11 and six, bro, I think you would have to sweep your division low key, about damn near exactly because I don't, I don't think, I don't think so. I think, I think I'm I'm looking at the schedule, my boy. (laughs) Y'all would have to sweep this bitch. I think if we win five, five, uh, four or five out of them because I feel like a lot of the other games are toss-ups. So we don't you, know if the Chargers are going to be a great team. We don't know hey, hey, uh, what hey, the Raiders hey, are going to do Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. We don't know what the Raiders are going to do this year. I don't I don't, I don't. don't know what uh, – what was the other team? I don't know the what Miami is going to be this year. Um, the, I feel like the Rams are going to be a decent team. I think because, Miami has shown us who they are already, Braun. I think they're no, a they're a great defensive team. team. But do we know who uh, their their offensive identity? We don't. We, they had a hundred different running backs start for them last year. 
Tua, they we still don't know what Tua is supposed to be. They're off. I mean, their wide receivers are trash. They have a decent offense. Hey, 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 watch well, your mouth. We, well, well, listen. Parker is a dog. Yeah, and they got Jalen I mean, Waddle. Here we got Waddle now, too. Core. They got Waddle, too, bro. Just, not, okay, but we that doesn't mean that he's going to be an elite receiver. That's fine. I, I like I like Jalen Waddle. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not about to, <laughs> to gas him up like he's a top 10 receiver. I got to see him on the field first. Fair so, enough. to me, I'm basically what I've, I've seen off of last year's wide receiving core. And they're not that great. Devontae, Devontae, he's tough. I'm, I'll give y'all that. So, but so you think that, so you think the Giants receiving core is great? I don't I think it's improved. I think it's much improved. But, Kenny Galladay. But, but you can but you can it, going from a zero to a two is improving. That don't say much. It, are they great? Are they good? Are they average? Are they I, bad? I think we're I think we're an above average receiving core. If Kenny and that's if that's if everybody's healthy. That's you know so we got an above average receiving core. A running back coming quarterback. off a, a running back coming off of ACL and a quarterback. Nah, say, Saquon, I still think I still think Saquon's gonna be top five running back. No, but like, hold on. Question, question, question. What's your offensive line look like? It's not that great. I'll give you that. Okay, so we got a running back. We got a running back coming off of ACL behind a <laughs> mid-tier offensive line and a quarterback who can't seem to keep his hands on the ball. Okay, but I didn't. He didn't have. He didn't have Saquon all last year, so I, I don't want to like. You know, <laughs> got to do with him fumbling. Nah, bro, you can't. Because like, bro, he can when when you can hide a lot of Daniel Jones' inefficiencies with with running the football. Did he and, have Saquon his rookie the, year? And dumping yes. the ball off. Did he have Saquon his rookie year? Didn't he get injured yeah. his rookie year? Saquon? No, no, Saquon got injured last year. I'm saying that Daniel Jones no, have Dan, Saquon Dan his Daniel rookie Jones year. Daniel Jones got hurt also his rookie year, too. I don't oh, think man. they played. They didn't hey, play the not, whole season together. Daniel Jones played 13 games, my guy, his rookie year. And he went 3-9. and nine. 24 <laughs> times, 12 interceptions. He actually didn't look that. He didn't look terrible. He didn't look terrible. Oh, what's up, hey, hey, Dre, what's the numbers from what's the numbers from last year, though? Last year, he played 14 games. He went 5-9, and nine, 62% completion, 11 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. And he yeah. fumbled yeah. the ball. I can't. Damn it. It's not showing me fumbles. Fuck. I wanted to cook him. <laughs> um, yeah, nah. He probably had more fumbles. Oh, wait, no. Fum- oh, I got you. I got you. Fumbles. His his rookie year, he had 18. Jesus Christ. And his, <laughs> Yo. And his, second, his second year, which was last year, he did a little better. He had 11. So, See, bro, I'm telling you, my man, yeah, so 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 that's 21 turnovers last year. So 21 turnovers last year and 30 turnovers the year before. So in yeah. two years, he has 40. So why are y'all why are y'all turnovers. cooking me for saying 11? <laughs> you games? said 11 and said, six. <laughs> yeah, he just said nine and eight. That's two less games than what I and the, and the Eagles are nowhere near as good of a, of a football team as the New York Giants. <laughs> so I don't even know why y'all drilling. Now they got a quarterback who gonna turn over the ball a million times. Who is your quarterback? You we don't. Even know Jaylen what your hurts. can do. We don't know what he could do. He's we a random. He's a Randy. He's a Randy. He's a Randy. So the, we Al- don't know the guy who went to bro, Alabama and went to the national games. championship right, his freshman all, year. Okay, Tim the guy Tebow who went to Oklahoma. The guy who went to Oklahoma. Hold on, hold on. The guy who went to Oklahoma and tore it up. And then the guy who came in, the guy who came in for four games. And beat the, beat the Y'all Saints. Beat the Saints, the number one, one defense in the league. You the number one, one defense in the league. 
Come on, bro. We have four games. We don't. We don't even. And the third. And the last game. And the last game, they had to blow it so they could get Devontae Smith. No, they did. The Heisman Trophy winner. No, they no, they did. They act. They did. Come on, bro. All right, bro. But that doesn't mean your quarterback is better than mine. We don't know what your quarterback is. He's a dog. Anybody, dog. Anybody, anybody with half, anybody with half a brain. Knows that Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. Eleven no, touchdowns in thirteen games. We You're don't ever get we don't ever get this spicy during NBA season. I love it. Welcome Eleven back. Eleven touchdowns. Can we take a You're comparing twenty-seven <laughs> games Dre, to four. You're Dre, how, what's up? In a twenty in a, in a twenty-seven game span of straight on, ass pack. That's what we. That's that. That's what we compare. <laughs> Wait, now, 50, I will say. Wait, hold up. Wait, no, it's thirty plus. What's 18? Wait, no, what's what's 12? Wait, what's 11 plus 12? That's um, no 21. I'm sorry, 11 plus 10. So 21 plus 30 is 51 turnovers in two seasons. Come on, dog. How many That's games is good. that? How many games he has played? He played, your quarterback has he's played, played four 27 games. games. I don't even know why we're making this comparison. How many games? How many games? Your quarterback 27, 27. So, so this motherfucker is, so so is averaging two turnovers a game. Two turnovers a game? <laughs> Your Come assumption on, of a player. Dog. Two turnovers a game? <laughs> That's fine, bro. Oh we don't know who God. your quarterback is. Oh, Dre, what do you gosh. think about the Chargers? I'm I'm very realistic. <laughs> listen, Chargers are winning 10 games. That's our that's our no, I that's think very ceiling, realistic. No, 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 I think Chargers ceiling our ceiling oh is 11 games. Our basement is seven because we gonna pull some stupid shit. Um but I this think this motherfucker said Daniel Jones gonna win 11 games. <laughs> Wait, oh, oh, <laughs> let, let me praise my niggas. We got my fault, I think arguably fault. we got a top. Top 10 quarterback, possibly, I think, maybe. Sure. And by 10, I being 10, number 10 mm-hmm. or nine, maybe. I think we have got Derwin James back. We got Derwin James back. Defense is poopy butt butt, though. Our defense is actually <laughs> our defense is actually pretty decent, my nigga. Like it's I don't we know. Derwin they James back. We dropped Asante Samuel back. Jr. We got Joey Bosa coming off the edge. That nigga is oh, all, I forgot Joey Bosa. Yeah, bro. Joey Bosa is a fucking menace, my nigga. Yeah, our defense is, is. and we just are. I think the biggest change is the fact that we hired um, our our new head coach was the defensive coordinator for the number one defense in the league last year. He just came from the Rams. Uh, so I'm, I'm happy about that. I think our offense is great. We got the best third down receiver in the league with Keenan Allen. We got Justin Herbert. We now have a top five rated offensive line. Um, we, you know, we drafted Rashawn Slater for his blind side. We got a good running back room. I don't see why we can't win 10 games and get that seventh or sixth playoff spot. We're not going to be better than the Chiefs. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Um, I'm afraid to play the Broncos because I think they have the best secondary in the league. Uh, But we're going to beat the shit out of the Raiders. Turn me up, nigga. Y'all can go back to arguing now. Um, Fuck. Fuck Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. (laughs) 11 games. 50 turnovers in 27 games. I would say something bad about your quarterback, but I don't even know who he is. So I, I don't even know. Hey, bro, that NFC East rivalry, that shit runs deep, man. Y'all niggas really hate 50 each other. turnovers. <laughs> division winner is only going to win seven games. So it's like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. Bro. Everybody, now, to end the show, to end the show. When we win double digit games, I'm pulling down my britches so y'all can kiss both of my ass cheeks. All right. <laughs> Hey, to end the show, I want everybody to – we're going to play uh, underrated, overrated, or just right. Um, I want you to give me a team in the NFL going into this season that you feel is being overrated, a team that's underrated, and a team that's just right. So we're going to start with – let's go just right. What's the team that you guys think is rated just right? 
as presently constructed. They're not being overhyped, not being underhyped. I think they're just right. Is is a is a Bucks like an unfair pick? Uh, like- Bucks Bucks don't count. Don't let's not let's okay. not talk about the Bucks for any okay. for any or of the them. Chiefs or the Chiefs. <laughs> okay. Yeah, those those wouldn't be any fun. I would say, um, as far as just right, I'm gonna go to Bills. Okay, that's a good um, one. That's a good one. I, I think I think the Bills are probably gonna have not necessarily a repeat of last year. I don't think they go well. They can't go 12 and four this year, but I don't think they go. I don't think they win 12 games necessarily. I think they're probably in that 10 to 11 range, especially with their division getting a little bit better. Um, but I'm gonna go with Bills. I think I think they're 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 not too hyped and they're not too under hyped. Facts, facts. Jelani, what you got? I think the Titans. Okay. I, I'd say they're about just right. Um, I like I like the pickup of Julio. Um, I think there's still some questions there, but overall their offense is pretty straight. Um, and I don't really hear too much noise about them winning the championship or anything, but I think they're yeah. a solid playoff team. KJ. I think you know, I was going to say the Titans as well, but I also go to Patriots. Like, I haven't heard any overly obsessive, like, news about, oh, this team's about to win the Super Bowl, but I think they did a lot of – they made a lot of great moves this offseason, and they also didn't have a lot of players last year that are coming back this year. So I think they're going to be a really uh, a team to watch. They might win their division or give the Bills some trouble. Josh? Um, I was going to say the Indianapolis Colts. I think they got a little bit better at it with the addition of Carson Wentz. But, I mean, I, I feel like they're still going to be a team that's mostly predicated on defense and running the ball and being effective moving the ball on the ground. So nice. I still think like they're going to be hanging around in that play. We don't really consider them Super Bowl contenders, but I, I do think they are a playoff contender and that they are capable of a deep run. So I would say the Colts. I'm going to go with the Texans. <laughs> them niggas going to be ass. <laughs> <laughs> Watson, if he does play, do you know, they just hired a brother as the head coach. And I am so sorry for him because it's about to be a long season in Houston. Uh, <laughs> let's go to underrated. What teams do you feel are not getting their flowers right now? Can I get on your nerves? Uh, sure. The we... New York football giants. <laughs> underrated. Uh, <laughs> Why did hey, you come buddy. back here? Don't, don't be surprised if we go ahead and get a bowl this year. You feel me? <laughs> don't, don't be mad with your fingers glistening, gay. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to call up in your face. <laughs> Be fly, Eagles fly. <laughs> ain't nobody, ain't nobody entertaining that bullshit. Um, <laughs> underrated. underrated. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go. San Fran, bro. Um, okay. I think San Fran is gonna come back. Um, strong. I think you know. Obviously, last year they they just got. I mean, bit by the injury bug is an understatement. Um, everybody on their team. I mean, they were starting practice squad guys. You know, by the by the middle of the year. I think Jimmy G coming back. Um, I'm interested to see if they decide to go Trey Lance middle of the year. Um, I forgot they got him. Because I would love for I would love for him to get a shot because I think he's extremely talented. But even with um even with Jimmy G, I think that defense and the complimentary players that they have along with that running game, um, you know, it's a, it's a difficult division. You know, the Rams are are definitely going to be top notch. Um, Seattle, I think, will probably take a step back, but I think San Fran's going to be their underrated squad. KJ. Uh, so underrated team. I mean, of course, I was going to say the Panthers. Well, I'm going to stick with that <laughs> answer because this is why. I mean, we get a they they kind of get focused on Sam Donald, but it's they've made adjustments every single place. Uh, they adjusted with their receivers, their line, uh, 
defensively, everything's kind of went up. Um, and you got to think about last year, we lost half our games by eight or less. And the main reason of that was Teddy Bridgewater. Couldn't close out any game. Yeah, where's Teddy now? Denver. I don't care. Denver. 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 He is in Denver. He, he said, I don't care. <laughs> but uh, I, I really think, you know, if we would have won half of those games, we would have made – well, we would have made the playoffs if we won half of those games. Uh, so I, that's why I think the Panthers are definitely underrated because we got better every single place. Um, and I, I do believe that San Donald can do what we, Teddy was supposed to do last year. Jelani. I'm going to give uh, the Chargers some love. I honestly think uh, they're not getting given, getting enough hype. Um, but, I mean, you all should have won even more games than you won last year, honestly. Um, yeah. And I think with an improved defense and, you know, Herbert in the second year, I think you all actually could uh, make some noise out there. Hey, man, I, I, I've been in hell so long as a football fan that, like, I just want to birth. Fuck all that other shit. Fuck all that January shit. Y'all can have that. I'll go that February. I just, I just, I don't want to make it back to the playoffs, and we'll go from there, man. That's all I want. You know what I'm saying? Uh, an underrated team. I don't think I actually had my pick, but I fucking forgot it. Um, I would probably say I think the Dolphins are underrated to me. Um, I, th- I do have question marks. Josh was right in in a sense. I do have slight question marks about Tua, but I think with the full off season, a full training camp, full mini camp. Um, I, th- I think that we, we could see him actually look how maybe live up to the hype a little bit. I love Brian Flores as a coach. I think he's a top 10 coach in the league. Um, I love their defense. Them niggas play like somebody shot them in the foot. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think that they definitely could give a better fight for that division than they did last year. Um, and last but not least overrated, which teams do you think just need to shut the fuck up? I got one. Go ahead, Jelani. Them Rams are going to suck. Um, <laughs> Damn, he took mine. <laughs> they, you know they are, bro. I don't I'm understand proud. why people act, acting like Matthew Stafford is actually good. He's good. <laughs> I mean, he's better He's better than uh, – Marginally. They traded – They traded Goff? Uh, Goff uh, Jared Goff? For yeah. Teddy Bridgewater. It's going to end up in the same result. They're going to suck again next year. Hey, you know? hey, chill out, chill out, chill out, chill out, bro. <laughs> you, you, you get on Matt, on Matt Stafford, bro. Let's not act like he wasn't in hell in Detroit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> let's not, and, let, and let's not act Very like true. Sean McVay can't make you look better than who you are. Because he, he did take Jared Goff to – Jared Goff look decent. Yeah. He did. He did. He took Jared Goff to a Super Bowl. Now, when they got there – Boy, y'all remember and that 2018 regular season game where the Chiefs and the um Rams yes, put up like a hundred points, and oh, we yes, thought sir. Jared Goff was just that was nigga. Yeah, got, <laughs> got to the got to the Super Bowl, couldn't score a touchdown. Um, Josh, who you got? Who's overrated? Um, I don't know if this is a smart pick. I kind of have two picks. Well, Cowboys off the rip, but um, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I have I have the Seahawks as my overrated team. Okay. Um, I don't I don't feel like uh, the Seahawks organization do- has done enough or continues to not do enough for Russell Wilson. Like um, like uh, other than DK Metcalf recently, like there hasn't been a lot added to this team that's that's really going to put them over the top. And they constantly have holes in the offensive line. Their defense is questionable. I just feel like I mean, they're going to go as far as far as Russell Wilson can take them, but. At this point, I, I don't even know what, what that is anymore because he's just been getting beat up and slaughtered behind the offensive line. So I, I think their window is ultimately closed unless they 
get lucky in a few drafts and, you know, find some cap space to add some key pieces. But as of right now, I don't see the Seahawks pretty much getting back to the back to the to the big game anytime soon. AJ. So I definitely agree with Jelani with the Rams, but I want to hit on another team. I know Calvin not here to defend them. But, oh, you uh, took mine! You keep taking my <laughs> team! But, but the Ravens, man. The Ravens, man. They didn't get better anyway. And I feel like they were going to rely too much on Lamar Jackson. I know y'all aren't too high on him, uh, but I really just don't think, like, he's really going to have a good supporting cast around him to really do much in the if they make the postseason. I think his division got – their division got better. I think the Steelers are going to be a, a better team. The Bengals, I don't know about them. Um, but the Browns are definitely going to be a team to watch. So the Ravens are definitely – I feel like they're going to take a step back this year. Nigga, the Bengals are going to stink. I'll answer your question. They're going to stink. <laughs> um, yeah, did you go? You got an overrated one? No, I didn't, I didn't go yet. Yeah, I, I was going to say the Ravens. Um, similar sentiments, just not really getting better. I think that loss of Orlando Brown, them trading him to the Chiefs, which is crazy to think about that the Chiefs right. even got better. Um, <laughs> I think that's going to hurt them big time. But I'm going to go with the um, – and I don't know if they're necessarily getting a whole bunch of hype, but I think they're going to be pretty bad this year. And I'm going to go with the Arizona Cardinals. Um, they were a team who kind of got off to a hot start, slowed down very much so throughout the, you know, towards the latter half of the season in that playoff race time. Um, I just, I'm not a fan of Cliff Kingsbury, to be quite honest. Um, I think he's, he's probably one of those guys who would be great as an OC, but not necessarily as a head coach. Um, Kyler Murray, the short quarterback thing, I mean, outside of Drew Brees, it just it just hasn't really worked. And that really only worked because Sean Payton as well. Well, Russell um, Yeah, Russell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. R- Russell Wilson as well. Um, but like two anomalies. Um, I don't think that Kyler Murray is necessarily that guy. Um, and I don't think that they necessarily got better. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, the only offseason move they really made was signing JJ Watt. Um and Chandler you know Jones he, requested a, a trade too. We don't yeah. even know if DeAndre Hopkins playing this year. Exactly. Because oh, yeah. he, he, he doesn't yeah. want to get the vaccine. So there's a lot of question marks as well. <laughs> um, and it, you know, in addition to that division just being a, a pure gauntlet, um, I, I could see them, you know, maybe getting six, six wins this year. Um, I think I think they're gonna have a rough outing. Uh Mine is the Vikings, and I'll keep it short. It's because they have the most overrated quarterback in the league to me. I think Kirk Cousins is overrated as shit. I don't think he deserved that guaranteed contract of $90 million. Um, and I, I think this is Mike Zimmer's – I think this is his swan song. I, I think he's he's on his way out the door. Um, and I, I, if I was Adam Thielen, I'd demand a trade out that bitch. Bro, you wasted my talent. And Justin Jefferson is going to learn soon, too. Um but to end the show, man, I forgot to do Black Excellence at the beginning. I want to do it real quick. It's for Simone Biles. Uh, she, it's excellence just because I stand in support with her. Um, she uh, basically opted out of team competition for the gymnastics for the Olympics today, um, citing, I think it might have been a physical injury, but most importantly, her mental health. She says that her mental health was just taking too much of a, a taxing. And I could imagine, as we know, they won't even score her moves, uh, you know, what they should be scored because of how um, the, the safety of the other women, which is just complete and total bullshit. And I can only imagine training all this time only to be stifled because you're better than everybody else. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but the the women's gymnastics team still took home a silver medal. And from my understanding, she's back out there for individual competition. But 
it was it was interesting to get on Twitter today because the white men and the white sportscasters that was so trash, bro, bro. They're trying to snatch her goat title from her as like not the my goat, goat. gymnast. As the goat gymnast, I'm like, yo, shut the fuck up. They're like, what if Tom Brady? in the Super Bowl said he didn't want to come out after the second half. What is Dre, you know what's crazy? They couldn't name us like three gymnasts who could be in her place. Bro, they couldn't, bro. She's literally dog walked these hoes for the last 10 years, my nigga. She's she has like 50 gold, 50 gold medals from world championships, Olympics, all that shit. So I just want to say Simone Biles, you're you're still the fucking goat, my nigga. Like she elevated the sport like Tiger Woods. Exactly, bro. I'm over here trying to find the damn gymnastics competition, bro. Might have to fucking download Peacock illegally. Um, quick, quick little NFL news. Um, What's up? Not, not that it's too big, but Xavier Howard just requested a trade from the Dolphins. So, and really? elite corners oh, on the market. Uh oh. See, look, we got even a better shot to beat him now. Look at y'all. <laughs> hey man whenever these these free agents go on on the market i'm always hopeful that the chargers will stop being fucking conservative and throw our hat in the ring Um, i wouldn't be mad if we went for deshaun watson fuck daniel jones at that point Oh, now it's fuck Daniel Jones. That's a whole nother conversation. That's a whole yeah, yeah, yeah. he might not that nigga might not play this season, but we'll see. Um, and a whole bunch of other people might not play because the whole vaccine thing, that's a whole different subject for a different day that I don't have the patience for this week. Um, but yeah, this is our show, man. We're the Race All Sports Podcast. Uh subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, give us a rating, leave us a review, or your mom's a hoe. Um Appreciate Jelani, KJ, Josh uh, rocking with us this week. We'll have Calvin back next week to listen to all the escapades from his honeymoon. Um, and if he remembers being incoherently faded at his own wedding. Uh, <laughs> y'all be easy, <laughs> man. Yeah, I'm feeling away. I just want to get my mama out here and move to LA. I just want to get up out of here. Y'all crown my space. Y'all talk a lot, but y'all really ain't got nothing to say. I just wonder why y'all doing the most When y'all never do nothing Just stay friend Wonder if y'all could take nothing and make something Wonder if y'all could milk something And shake something